Today on Sunshine State of Mind, we talk about our favorite 10 non-touristy destinations around the state that Floridians don't want you to know about. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk all about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at sunshinestatepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Yeah, so this is going to be a really great show. This is a big one. This is a big one. We've put a lot of miles on the car and a lot of... Yeah, we've... Um, like, hours spent in the car. We've been literally like on tour here. This was a... We we like to go... We, we do like to say we've been to a lot of these places that we talk about on the show. We It's hard to get to every place. It is. Because it's a big state. It's and a very have big so state. much time and there's a lot of places to go and see. I mean, literally, like if you drive from the keys to like Pensacola it's like 10 hours right? it's got to be one of the longest distances I always thought about it I got to look that up it's got to be up there as far as one of the longest distances and still be in the same state yeah. California has got to be way up there Texas right. has got to be up there I'm sure Alaska is the winner Montana is a long state from corner to corner but we got to be from Pensacola to Key West it's a, that's a long it's way. It's a doozy, man. That's a long way. So yeah. So but so we've like you said, we put a lot of miles on the car going because we have been everywhere from the Panhandle down to the Everglades. To the Everglades in this one, just covering about what did, did we even talk about? What we're going to talk about yet? Yeah. So I mean, a little bit. I think we talked about the fact that we're going to cover our top ten places that Floridians don't want you to know about, and that's because they are not crowded and cramped and like over overwhelmed with tourists yeah, these are the non the non-disney the non-universal the exactly. more off the beaten path a lot of more natural florida and they're not even like i mean Gatorland, which is a great spot and it's not disney but it's a touristy destination it is it it's is. a it's a second maybe third tier tourist destination it's, but it's down but there it's it's that's a tourist trap remember when we had this discussion <laughs> yeah, about tourist traps we have we did we talked about and the difference what, between tourist trap and tourist and destination your destination your destination your definition of a tourist trap was what exactly is disney world a tourist trap I no, think we've talked about this no. before. My definition, I know we're getting off topic That's here, okay. But your, my definition of a tourist trap is the fact that you go there and you, they don't deliver on what they promise. Like you go and you think, this is a trap. <laughs> this is a trap. They got my money. <laughs> yeah, they got my money. That's good. And, and they didn't deliver what they said they were going to deliver. I wouldn't call Gatorland a, a, a tourist trap because when you go there, boy, do they have some you know, gators. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> they got a lot of gators. I don't disagree with that. I think that's a good definition. I'll add to that. My definition of a tourist trap has always been it's not the main destination that you're going to. It kind of, it's like the little place that decides to leech on next door. It's the little tick that sticks next door. It's not, oh, nice. there's, there's Disney World <laughs> and there's Universal. That's the destination. The tourist trap Gatorland is, is the tick. I'm sure that's how they prefer to be called. It's a really big tick <laughs> on the back of all the other stuff in Orlando. That's gross. But it's the big fat one, you know, because it's not it's not even one of the main places you're going to go. But it's that little 
mini golf course that's or the little off of that's the tourists. feeding off the tour that's my maybe your i think your definition might be closer i think though. i'm right it doesn't deliver because it's a trap it's not it, I, I mean we lured you in with the big fancy yeah, billboard and, and, and then it, you're here it and deliver. it's like i just spent right. 15 bucks to look at the world's largest yeah. ball of twine in minnesota exactly okay so that's my definition but back to on track here so these are not tourist traps gatorland are, is a good segue exactly for your number 10 it is it's the only right. one i've seen on the list yeah so but I, I mean i've been i know the list but i don't know the order you have of the been, list. In, been there but you don't know the order yeah, i don't know the order you put them in so our number 10 is like it's right along those same lines you know it's it's not Gatorland, but it's like if you want the real deal you want the natural gators you want to go to lake jessup in sanford florida lake jessup in sanford if is it like is it in sanford or, or, or uh, oviedo is it in Sanford Oviedo? It's, it's probably in part, it's a big lake. It's probably in both. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, known in the state as, I mean, it's it's disputed, but it's, it's controversial. It's controversial, it's... but it's known as one of the most alligator-infested lakes in the state. Like if you go on Google right now and Google most alligator-infested lake in Florida, I hate the word infested. By the way, infested it sounds like a bad thing. Sounds like you're going back to your ticks. Like I have a cockroach infestation well they have a gator infestation is that a infestation they also, i, I mean of, that's what that's what it's like that's what google says like the mitch hedberg bit where he talked about a infestation of koala bears he's like that's <laughs> not an infestation he's like why can't that's the cutest I, thing ever i've got a yeah exactly i've got an infestation of cockroaches in my house why can't i have an infestation of koala bears <laughs> i turn on the lights and koala bears scurry everywhere where are you going i just want to hug one of you Infested. Okay, we'll say it's in, yeah. for this. It's it, infested with gators. It is infested with gators, and 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 I think that's pretty probably pretty accurate because when we drove up, we went to the Black Hammock Airboat Adventures. Airboat Adventures bar restaurant. Right. So, and you go there, and it doesn't cost Down any money to fun. get in there. You 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 know you just walk on up, and you can walk right to the to the lake. We walked to the lake shore and saw at least four gators. One was in the water, kind of close to us, poking his head out of the water. Mm -hmm. He looked like that old picture of the Loch Ness monster. Just mm. he stuck his head right out at us and he pulled his head in. You know the little black and yeah. white one. Yeah, if you're it's if you blur your eyes. Yeah, maybe, it looked, looked like that. Yeah, yep. cross your eyes and look at it very oddly. Um, but yeah, so there were gators right on the shoreline when we went up there and um, had some hiding in some um, lily pads nearby that one one guy pointed out to us. He was hard to see. He was hard to, to see. Of, you had to just camouflage. filter out the lily pads in your eyes and look for that texture. The Boom, ridge, there was. his yeah. ridged back um, was cool. So yeah. there was probably a lot more around that we didn't see. Oh, I guarantee but you there But it's the were. most alligator populated lake or one of them in Florida. They say there's like several thousand in that lake alone. It's a big lake though. It is a big lake. And Black Hammock has um, airboat adventures. You can go on their website and they have coupons and, and things that you can download so that you can get a deal. But they have airboat, they have... Um, Two-for-one margaritas all the time at their bar, and, according to the sign. Yes, and that's not the only thing they offer at their um, restaurant. They had, they've got all kinds of just swamp food, we'll say it. There was alligator, yeah, catfish, and, frog legs. But of course, we had to try the gators. Our kids never tried gator before. Yeah. They were feeling brave, so we got a little thing of gator. They both tried it. Um, our son actually liked it. They liked it. I liked it, too. I've had it before. I thought it's not a knock on the black hammock because it's a 
nice, cool. It's, it's not. It's a cool little. It's well, fun they had place, they had other season, yeah. more seasoned ones, but it was a little blander. I remember. That's where well, I'm getting. Well, we just got the plain gator, Florida style. It was called. Yeah, but they had like Cajun and Cajun buffalo. There was one other I don't remember. Maybe yeah. black. No, black and is Cajun. There was know. there was another. There one was on the a menu. few different things, but we got the the mild one because of the kids. And we dipped and it in. What did we dip it honey in? Honey mustard. That's that, what it came oh, with. That's what it that's came. the traditional that's condiment right, that alligators right. serve with. It was honey good. Mustard. I liked it. Um, I mean, I've had it before. It, it, you know, we it tastes like chicken, but like you were mentioning, almost like a. This is gonna sound gross, but like a mushy chicken, like a. It's chewy though. It's a little chewier. It's like wet chicken, this watery is... chicken, shrimpy chicken. It's not seafoody. It's more chickeny. Yeah. It. It. it but it has a watery tech. I mean, yeah. not a texture, but like a flavor to it. 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 It's almost like it's. Um, it tastes like something's like been fish, living in the a in, chicken, in a swamp. A fishy chicken, yeah, exactly. So it's got a bottom feederness to it. <laughs> right. It's not so, a bottom feeder, no. but. So, but it a, was it was fun. We had a good time. They had oh they had some parrots there that, that were they were like rehabilitating. Yeah, we saw these parrots and this, um, it's this little. One of the parrots said hello to us. Attraction, yeah. Hello, cool. hello. It's this little like. One, it's not even a tourist trap. It's like a little. It's it's a little touristy place. I keep saying touristy, but it's a little place with airboat rides and bar and bar and restaurants and but, outdoor I patio mean, and outdoor bars. All the people bars. there. I felt like everybody there was a local. Nobody was there from somewhere else. It was just yeah. It was locals, all locals hanging out after work. At the beer, you know, the bar, ordering a beer, yeah. ordering, or two, two or double fist and margaritas because exactly. it was double. And Jimmy Buffett music. Every song was a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah, it was. That was, it was for the tourists. It was, it was yeah. <laughs> it, it was fun. It was fun. So anyway, that's that's our um, our recommendation for if you want to see some real gators. A gators. A, it's Gatorland, but it's for real. Yeah, the real deal, not. And I know a lot of people. I've actually heard of people say that their bucket list is to do an airboat ride, and. Yeah. You can go here and do this without having to go all the way to the Everglades. There's a lot of places in Florida. And this is one of those places you can do that and see gators. Yep. And if you're down in Miami or Naples, Everglades is a lot closer. But if you're up in central Florida, you can say, you know what? I'm not going to do Gatorland. I'm going to go check out this place, Lake do Tessa. the airboat ride, yeah. see some real live gators. because. And there were quite a few people on the airboat rides. It looked like they were having a good time. And it's Yeah. It, they were The airboat rides were pretty full. They had good crowds on those. Yeah. And it's we were mentioning before off off the show how much people how people that come down they want to see a we're used to seeing alligators in the pond you look in a in a lake or a even a retention pond oh you'll see an alligator but i've had family come visit from scotland and they went to disney world and stuff and they yeah. said we just kind of also wish wanted, we could see an alligator yeah, we want to see an alligator we're like well, you want to see an alligator i'll show you an alligator there's one right here living in the retention pond next door well, so. and we didn't even know that it was living there i just i mean i remember i just said i bet there's one outside you know and, and there like, was they were like what they and were I so said, excited yeah they were so excited it was and like there was there was a little guy out there um it's not hard it's not hard to trip over a gator in florida but lake oviedo not lake oviedo lake jessup in oviedo lake jessup so that's on number oviedo 10. or stanford it's disputed so number nine casperson beach casperson Venice, florida beach. or I've been saying Casperson and Casperson. I've been interchanging my pronunciation. Yeah, we'll see which one's right by the comments below, below the. Below I'm gonna say Casperson. I'm gonna say that just kind of rolls off the tongue. Casperson Beach. But so Casperson is, uh, we might we may have talked about this before, but Casperson is a beach that's very close to. It's in Venice. It's in Venice. But it's very close to Venice Beach as well, and Venice Beach is known as the shark tooth capital of the world, and it's known worldwide as that you know at least nationwide um it's one of those places it's where a you place come to go to dig teeth dig for teeth right 
Um, a lot it, of those touristy shops have the little black t shark teeth in them. Exactly. This is where they came from. Yeah. And if you want to do that, but you don't want to fight the crowds, then our recommendation is to head over to Casperson Beach because the crowds are much lower. The teeth are still there. It's the same beach, really, as Venice Beach. It's just a little further south. You get on this little road and you keep going south. And we saw a sign that said Casperson Beach, shark tooth capital of the world, with a big shark tooth on the sign. Yeah. So exactly. we knew, and these are these little black teeth. They're not these big white, great white teeth or anything like that. They're old, yeah. million-year-old fossils. They look like um, little, obsidian. Little pieces of obsidian, they're, they're a little triangle. Um, and we we were on our way to the beach, um, and we were thinking to ourselves, we needed we need some kind of sifter or something for looking for the shark teeth, and and we ended up stopping at this place that. It looked like a country club, but it ended up being a pier with a restaurant and a, a store, and, and it was called Sharky's on the... Sharky's, that's exactly Shark right. Yeah, Sharky's yeah. on the beach. It was a Sharky's on the on pier. The pier. On the Sharky's pier. on the pier. It's real not, you won't miss this place. If you're heading down, it's a large, it looks like a country club or like a big fancy restaurant. But it's like all beach, it's like pink and blue and right. like beach colors. It's you not know? a fancy like, restaurant. There was two, there, very, was, there was one sort of fancy restaurant and there was another It's very another like Miami beach. Vice colors. Yep, exactly. You know, and you walk in and so Andy goes in to see if there's some kind of sifter. We're thinking like a little plastic thing that you Like get the kind of thing you use at... To uh, sift sand. To yeah. sift sand a sandbox. Right. And he comes out with this giant... It looks like a um, a very large shovel, but at the end of it, instead of a shovel, is a um, basket, um, the, like a kind of a V-shaped... Like a metal grill metal, kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, V-shaped basket. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, because it looks sturdy. I was holding it over my head. Remember in, in, the, victory. First, in, in victory. the first Star Wars when the sand person was like, <laughs> with that thing over his head? Yes. That's I what remember. I was doing. Yeah. He was, That's what I was doing it, in my head. You were you know, shaking over your head in victory because you found something awesome. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that thing looks sturdy. How much did and we expensive. pay? How much did we pay for we're this? We're like, we're here, we're here for, beach. yeah, for four hours and we've just spent, you know, $100 on a, anyway. Can, can I tell them how much it costs? How much did it cost? I walk in and I say, do you have anything I can sift the sand with to find shark's teeth? This is right here, seven bucks to rent for the day. So, which is good because I'm not going to buy it. If I could, even if I bought it, it would probably sit in the garage because I'm not going to go, yeah, we don't go shark digging every, every every other weekend. Right. So I bought it for, rented it for seven bucks. They needed my driver's license or a $20 bill to hold it, to hold it for collateral in case I decided I needed to keep it. <laughs> to keep it. So. And we went on the beach. 20 and... bucks would have been a bargain for that thing though. I oh, think definitely. it was, it was sturdy, man. Although it was it's nice. probably been used a thousand times. But yeah. if someone decided to take it for 20 bucks, they'd be like, you can have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, the Casperson's kind of a interesting beach too, because it has lots of boulders on it. There's a lot of boulders. Um, there were the... a lot of fishermen out there on the boulders, but it's not only boulders. There's also like areas of the beach that are just beach you know yep. so it's it's family friendly in addition to having some really cool spots for shark teeth hunting because you, you seem to find more shark teeth around the boulders right we did i was i went out there and first of all the sand here is not like real fine powder sand it is a little it's actually mostly just crushed up seashells the whole beach is just crushed up shells so it's a little could be a little rough to walk on so definitely bring flip-flops it's like a natural um Exfoliant. Like a natural loofah? Exfoliant, exfoliant uh, for, on your feet? For your, for your feet. That's, that's gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we went out there. I took the little thing, dug, dug, dunked it in the water or dunked it in the sand. You have to kind of sift through it. And it took me about 10 minutes to find my first one. They're not 
they're not you're not going to find one with every scoop and these things have been coming out forever and ever and ever i guess well and i don't know i mean i there's some of them are really little like some, some of them, of them are, ones tiny. are teeny you have tiny to, so and i can only imagine how many i, I did think, to see that like, went right back in the and water. there was a lot i felt like what that you pulled out that probably were shark teeth but they've like eroded away or whatever yep. so they weren't in the right shape anymore because they were that same black yeah these are color million you know? year old fossils they're not like white right teeth that fell right out of the shark's mouth that morning these have been in the just buried under florida for millions of yeah. years and they and it for some weird geological reason this is the area where they start to come up out of the water right so out of the ground so and by end of day i mean we'd probably have found like about 20 I found or about so. 20 of them we kept them yeah brought them home absolutely uh, yeah from various sizes none of them big enough to like make a yeah i mean you're not gonna find were, you're not gonna find huge to find. ones i mean the huge shark teeth are worth big big money you're gonna oh, find little ones yeah these aren't know? like the big megalodon yeah. teeth these are like the kind you go into the store and you find for 10 cents behind the counter but exactly definitely fun to do i actually found it sort of therapeutic and just sort of calming to go out there and start digging and it was weird like every I wasn't panning for gold in, you know, in the 1840s or whatever. I was just digging for shark's teeth, but I kept, I kind of got addicted to it. Every scoop, I'm like, this is going to be the one where I'm going to find the big one. And then, <laughs> nope. But yeah, I found some really neat shells too. Yeah, you did. And it was, it was a fun day. It was very all. cool. We'll so. definitely have to go back there. It's a little south of Sarasota. Yeah. So. On the Gulf Coast. Moving right along. Number eight. Number eight. Downtown St. Petersburg. All right. So this one's kind of close to this is a little close to our heart, this, close to home. This one might take some. Yeah, we, when we say close to home, we are we're in, in the Tampa area. We're going to be uh, there's a lot of Orlando coverage, but we're going to be we're in the Tampa area. So if we seem to talk a lot about Tampa stuff, that's because it's right here. That's yeah, where we live, we know it well. So be, and St. Pete is a little beach town. Um, and well, it's not a little town. It's a big. It's well, yeah. It's a city. I mean, it's a city. It's, it's a little it's, compared to New York. But it's exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's all. In, it's all in comparison. It's all, it's all, everything's relative. But it's it's um, has been in the past known as a place that um, is great for retirees. Yeah, it's national reputation. If you were just to randomly ask some random person who doesn't live around there, what do you think of St. Petersburg, Florida? They're probably going to think of old people waiting to heaven's waiting room right that's what people have said or or old people sitting around on green benches that was the other thing that i don't really quite understood well the one of our all-time benches were a i don't know about a, the green benches but all of, one of our all-time favorite movies is oceans 11 and there's a scene in oceans 11 where the guy one of the thieves that's yes. a retiree is sitting in st petersburg florida yep. at the dog track betting on stuff and you know eating oranges <laughs> that was the reputation st pete has or yeah. had or has that it's where all, all the old people went and retired and hung out and yeah. watched the dog went to the dog track and played shuffleboard so yeah. And, and they, they still do do shuffleboard there. It's got this huge epic. It's the world's largest shuffleboard um, club. It's a shuffleboard yeah, club, a shuffleboard bocce club. ball, and do they do horseshoes there too? They might do horseshoes there too. But I don't it's know. this large old place that's been there since the twenties. It's like the Wrigley Field of but what's funny of shuffleboard is that it's not. I mean, you don't really see a bunch of old people at that shuffleboard place. It's like a lot of millennials, Gen Xers. Um, it's kind of a hipster vibe. Yeah. And if you go has, at night, it's a crowded yeah. place of, There's of a bar people drinking local craft beer and playing shuffleboard. It's a Absolutely. cool scene. Yeah, so it's funny. but um, St. Pete Shuffleboard Club. But yeah, so it has that kind of that reputation. But if but you... Now you know, it's way different. It's so culturally um, rich in, in St. Pete. I, that's the thing that really resonates with me. Um, they have the Chihuly Museum down there, which is one of my favorites because I'm just a 
uh, addict for blown glass. I just think it's so gorgeous. Um, so the Dave Chihuly Blown Glass Museum, they've got, what else? They've got the Salvador the Dali, Dali Museum. Salvador is Dali huge. is like world famous. But it's just a lot of local artists, local local galleries. They've got a lot cool of like sidewalk restaurants, cafes, live side, music, live bands, small boutiques, small little shops, and um, and the giant murals everywhere now too. Lots yes. of the buildings. You just walk around downtown St. Pete, and it just feels like such a just a, a hip, cool place now. Yeah, and one of actually one of the one of the murals that's really nice and is kind of I think famous it's on some of their postcards and things like that is the you are my sunshine yeah and st pete's actually known as the sunshine city did you know that i think it i think i did it holds like the record for most consecutive days of sun of the, where mm -hmm. the sun appeared yes that's so crazy to me like i would have thought that would be someplace like phoenix or las vegas or southern california because we get rain i mean i guess they mean the sun showed up at some point it's not i don't know that don't it know. didn't rain because god there'd be no way we get rain every day in the summer but yeah, so the other really great thing about um, St. Pete is just a little jaunt away is Fort DeSoto Park. Yeah, Fort DeSoto Park, we almost put, made, this was almost its own number. It but was, we thought it's too, yeah. it's so close to downtown St. Pete that. Can't have two St. Pete's. We'll lump it I in. I mean, it, it's in, it's in St. Pete. It's in, well, it's in Tierra Verde, right? It's uh, basically St. Pete. We'll say it's in St. Pete. Pinellas County. Yeah. So, and Fort DeSoto is w one of the most beautiful beaches. It's got this amazing historic fort on the property. Yep, it's at the very southern tip of Pinellas County. If you look at a map of Pinellas County, you'll see all these little islands sticking out into the Gulf. It's right, it straddles where Tampa Bay meets the Gulf of Mexico. So right. you are out there and there's really no development on this island other than what the bathrooms and like <laughs> yeah, kayak rental place yeah, they've got a kayak rental place they've got they've got some bike shop bike rental places like you can rent like an eight passenger surrey bike yep and canoes kayaks um really cool place to kayak there's all these mangrove backwaters there you can kayak i've been kayaking back there and i love telling this story i, I went out there once rented a kayak by myself just to kind of paddle around on a weekday and i'm paddling along and then i hear this whoosh noise right behind me i'm like what the heck was that? it startled me kind of good because it's all yeah, quiet you're all by yourself out yeah there. it's quiet i hear this whoosh noise i turn around there's a dolphin three feet so away cool. from me just so awesome. following me along and i was blowing it, out his blowhole yeah blew his blowhole out right behind me and i see this and i got startled by it because it's all quiet with flat water and then i after i realized what i was looking at i was like whoa that is so awesome that and on awesome. the same trip i saw um, manatees out there too so yeah just kind of lot, chilling out of in that wildlife. flat water. But it's a really neat place, Fort DeSoto. It's got a lot of different different beaches, too. I mean, it's all one area. It's all one park. But, like, depending on which side you go to, you can have a view of the Sunshine Skyway. Yep. Sunshine Skyway um, Bridge is right there. Yeah. And, there's two and there's fishing piers. A couple of fishing piers. Lots of good fishing out there. Cool swimming beaches. And yeah. it's, like, the greatest thing about it is that it's really undeveloped. It's one of those few places. You go up and down a lot of the beaches on both coasts, really, Gulf Coast and uh, East Coast. And it's, it's hotel, hotel, and, hotel, hotel, right. all the way up to the witches. But here, there's nothing. Yeah. There's an old historic fort and a lot of, a lot of beautiful Florida. And your That's kids it. love the fort. It's got these old mortars that were the, the fort was put there, if I, I believe, for the Spanish American War, and they thought yeah. that. And there's another island in the out late there. Late 1800s. Yeah, Egmont Key. There's an island on the other side, out in the middle of mm -hmm. the inlet between um, both counties, in the middle of Tampa. Didn't there used to be a fort there too? There is. Still, there's the ruins of a fort there. Okay. And there's mortars and cannons out there too. And the whole idea was that if Cuba or Spain tries to invade Tampa through the through the bay. 
they'll just shoot them with those cannons. Right. And they never and the, the they can- never had to do it, but the that's what they put them there for. The cannons are still there. The kids love climbing on them when we go. So They're huge. They're, yeah. yeah. These huge it's iron cannons. The, yeah, the fort is really cool. So, number seven. Number seven. Do you like that? Should I do the sound effects? Like, yeah. number seven. It adds so much okay. to it, doesn't it? <laughs> you like that? I'll keep doing that. I think I'm being sarcastic, but um, okay. So number seven is it's kind of an unusual one. Um, it's it's more it's definitely again more in the cultural realm. Okay. It's the Thai Buddhist temples Sunday market and brunch. And oh yes. It's an event. It's technically an event, but it happens every Sunday. It's every Sunday. So I feel like it it you know it's not hard to to catch it. Sure. You know. So this is a temple in Tampa. It's in the Tampa Bay area. It's down on the Palm River which is a, another beautiful spot. And it's a gorgeous Thai temple with like gold leaf. On it the... doesn't look like it belongs in that area. Like you're, it it's just kind of this old Florida neighborhood and then you come along and there's this big gold building there. Yeah, and it has all this ornate, you know, decorations on the outside. It's beautiful. They open their doors every single Sunday to the entire community, invite people to come in. You can go into the temple. They had, they allowed the kids to bang the gong. Yeah. And... Uh, our, our son did, did do that. He banged the gong and had a, had a fun time with it. And you can go in and, and uh, kneel on the mats to pray if you'd like or, or just come and see it, you know, and don't have to participate at all. But the, the food the is the main part, attraction. This, <laughs> the is, a, this is a food of it. Yeah. yeah. It's... They, they've got a ton of different vendors and they're all, it's all authentic Thai cuisine. It's almost like I would say they call it the Thai market. It's like a flea market of Thai food. And, but they also have like veg, vegetables, they have orchids, a huge Oh yeah, there was a garden market, market there too, garden a flor, market. Flor, uh, flower market. So it's not just There was live the, music playing inside. The day that we were there recently, I, there was some special event going on. So maybe it's not, maybe the music isn't always going to be a thing. Maybe, maybe it is. We got to go back. I don't back. know. I don't know. But it, we, I loved it. We'll definitely, and the food, it's cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap it, it was. It was, yeah, it was crazy. We fed a family of four and we did, we couldn't We finish, bought way too much We couldn't food. finish our food. Like we probably only ate, what, half of it I, maybe? I got these two orders of fried plantains, fried, no, fried bananas. I didn't know they were, each one was going to be so we big. We ordered an, uh, one order of masaman and one order of, of curry. pumpkin. Got some chicken curry. Right. And and we couldn't finish it It was all. like four bucks or something like that per, it, per, per the person. The entire thing was less than $20. Yeah, it was cheap. The thing about this place is it gets super crowded. When it we, does. We were there, we got there about 11 o'clock in the afternoon. And you really afternoon. shouldn't be there before by Get right, there like early or expect to have to look for parking because the parking situation was chaotic. Well, and I think there's plenty of parking. It's just that there are so many people so that many, come. Yeah. And again, they're all locals. None of them are tourists. Yeah, this isn't a tourist thing. This is yeah. something that you don't even, they don't advertise it. You're not going to see hear commercials on the radio for come no, to the Thai temple this Sunday, Sunday, this Sunday. Kind of it's going to be, yeah, like, you know about you it. You have to it's, know about it from word of mouth. It's definitely word of mouth. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it and is. And it's just a neat kind of cultural excursion. You know, it's different from your everyday. You can learn about another culture, eat some really amazing food. It's a really good Sunday brunch. Have a really nice day with your family. And it's on the river. You go down to the river and there was tons of, we saw catfish. Tons of catfish. Oh yeah, in the river. they were. Yeah, we were feeding them our leftover, we, our plantains. leftover bananas. We were throwing them in the water, <laughs> right. and then the seagulls came. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was good. Good times. They had ama- this amazing sticky rice and mango was, was so good. good. It was very good. Yeah, so that's a, it's a good one. Good one, and definitely not very well known. All right, so number six. This is this is one of probably one of my favorites, Payne's Prairie Preserve State Park in Micanopy, Florida. Okay. 
The, and this was, we, I, had, we had a little fight this day. We the, did? The oh, day about that the we whole, because we started getting late. <laughs> we started yeah. that off late. One of my big pet peeves is like, <laughs> when I'm ready to go and no one else is, I just get like, come on, guys, what is everybody doing? And so we went up there, which is in, this is in Gainesville. So it's about an hour and a half to two hour drive north of here. Yeah. And and we got a late jump on the day and we had to drive about 100 miles to go there. And I was getting grout. Like, why don't well, you just go tomorrow now? We haven't even left yet yeah but it doesn't get dark till seven it's yeah. gonna be fine so anyway so we had a little argument a little insight into our lives there but we the whole reason we wanted to go here was because we heard that there are wild bison yeah they have wild bison in this at park Payne's Prairie. and we were like what yeah wild when you bison think of in florida you don't think of wild bison in florida bison is a it's a dakota's thing yeah, or it's yeah. a you yellowstone of, you park think of gators but sure. you don't think of bison they also have wild horses wild horses Tainsbury. and wild, wild bison here and our goal was to see something and and I, honestly my hopes weren't very high because it's a huge huge place it's like hundreds of thousands of acres it's a large park and, and you, you see it actually when you drive you drive kind of right through part of it going on I-75? You do. You, and you look, but it's funny because... Just south of Gainesville. I had a conversation with your dad, actually, because I always have a memory, because I, I went to Gainesville for school, so I would always travel that road every time I would go to school or come back home to Tampa. And I and Paynes Prairie surrounds the interstate. It's on both sides for a little while. And you look to your right or your left, and it looked, always looked like an African savanna. It is. It's very it looks like, just like that. Yeah, it's very, you know, grassy... And but like the the um, brown grassy yep. kind of like sparse no trees you know and but if you've driven but, through this area you know exactly what this is it's right. just south of Gainesville and it's this all of a sudden this area where it it's wooded and now all of a sudden it's flat yeah. prairie it looks savanna like looking savanna. area yeah and it's for a good few miles your dad and I had a conversation he's like and he said something about how swampy it was and I said it's not swampy there it's like an African it's like kind of dry turns out it was and that day it was very swampy and I researched it a little bit the reason it was so swampy was because we had tons of rains with Irma yeah and it everything all of the water at Payne's Prairie drains into one sinkhole called the Alachua sink and that sinkhole is just still so filled with the water from all those rains and the aquifer and everything like that that the the prairie hasn't drained yet so it's, it's still just it's very it, it's, it's funny more like Payne's wetland now it's, it's very wet out there but it, you still have that brown grass so you can see how it would be a savanna once it dried up you know and we still saw the thing we went to see we did we saw two bison walking across the savanna it was very like I don't know. I was like, they were oh my walking gosh. through like knee deep water. Yeah. And then we, we saw them way out in the distance. We saw these two little things. It was like things. they were coming toward us. It was and like then, they knew we, we wanted to see yeah, them. Yeah. And I got video, which we'll put up on our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel, Sunshine yeah. State of Mind YouTube channel, where we put videos up of we, places we go and see and talk yep. about. And we saw we these bison. We got video bison. of the bison walking. We got video of wild horses eating out there. Uh, we got some amazing video of gators. We went to a different area of Payne's Prairie, which was like a boardwalk Right near area. the Alachua Sink we were just it talking was, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was over that. And, and it these was were very, big It gators. was very wet. And, and these gators were out basking because it was a cooler day. Yeah. And when it's cooler, the, the gators like kind of like to lay out they, they, and where they get can the get, sun. Yeah, where they can soak up some rays. Because they're uh, cold-blooded. So they their temperature is all dependent on the their surroundings, their environment. So... So they were out basking, and and they were huge. I mean, they were probably what? They 10, were they were ten footers, 10, 12, 10, 12. 10, 12. Usually, when you see a gator in, around here in Florida, 
it's gonna be small. You don't see big ones too much, at least in neighborhoods. No, yeah. You, you gotta go out to a park, like a, a, big a, a state park or a big lake to see the big ones. And this, these were big. I mean, they, they were, were big. And pushing were the biggest gators I've ever seen in the wild. I've seen yeah. a lot of elk, but were, these were, they were big just in boys. the wild. And it was, what was crazy was the boardwalk that we were walking on actually dead-ended into the grass where the gators yeah, were. Yeah, so if you want to hop a little have, fence, you could have seen right, Well, they right. put a fence up because I think normally it's so dry out there, the gators aren't right there like that. The water's usually not that high. Right. Yeah. So, but they they added a fence to the end of the boardwalk so people can't just walk out yeah. with the gators. These were I big guarantee gators. You, those These gators were, were, yeah, they were they were not somebody you wanted to mess with. They were like Gatorland size or Bush Garden size. You know that place where you first yeah, walk in, but they exactly. were big boys. Yeah, yeah, they were very large. And I like how they had birds just hanging out on them, like yeah. just chilling out. Yeah. Like, oh, and well, while we were there, we see we see a bird eating a snake. A big blue heron just chowing down on yeah, a snake. and the snake is like holding on to something, trying to and like save his it life. Out. Oh yeah, it was crazy. But we were like, we got that on video too, yep. so. I wanted to, it, it was it, it was like a nature documentary right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, it was. Tons of birds there. I couldn't believe how many birds there were. There. It, was it was really, was cool and it was place. a really nice day. It, it ended up being, it was a little overcast, but it ended up being cool and. Oh, and... but go back to the reason why the story about me being mad that we were leaving late, why that worked out. Oh, because I I said if we'd gone two hours earlier, we wouldn't have seen bison. Yeah, because the bison came right and... up when we happened to be yeah, there and the horses. Exactly. Yeah, so, so I was like, okay, fine. I'm I'm always the the optimist in our family. They got close. And, those bison. And it was it's close. always nice when it pays off that you're yeah. when you're an optimist. So, anywho, so that's our number eight. Or no, I'm sorry. That's number six. Number six. So number five, and this number is, five. Number five. This one is is so opposite of tourist. This is like I can't the, see your list. I'm not trying to read well, your list. Well, don't. It's not for it's not for you to see. I ranked them. It's it's a secret. So number five is Bach Tower Gardens. Okay. Yep. It is in Lake Wales, Florida, which is it's near Legoland. Uh, so if you're if you're going to Legoland, you know this is a a great stop. It's out in that central area where it's not Orlando and it's not yeah. It's it's Lake, kind of it's like an, Lake, it's it's out an hour it's like an hour outside of part Disney. Of citrus growing part of the state. Yeah, it's like an hour outside of Disney. If you're gonna go to Legoland. Definitely swing by Bach Tower. It's so amazing. It's, it's very non-Florida. Like when you see this place, you're like, wow, this is... It is the, for me, it's the epitome of peacefulness and tranquility. Because it's, so it's the highest point in peninsular Florida. Yeah, it's on the top of a mountain called, I love the name of it because I was making fun of, all, of it. it's not a mountain. I know, they call it a mountain. They call, it's on the it's top of, <laughs> it's on the top of Iron Mountain. And I'm like, Iron, that who named it that? That They're trying to sound all. But it's literally a hill. Yeah, it's, it's literally, it's a hill. It's like something like a hundred, it's, it's less than 200 feet in elevation from sea level. Which is very tall in Florida. Yes. Because <laughs> everything else is it two is. feet it, Now the highest point is like up in the panhandle somewhere, but this is the highest point point in, in the peninsula it's on top of this so when you're up there you do have kind of a nice little view of it the surroundings is, you do and it's very because there's a lot of um, orange groves in, yeah, in you the see surrounding orange areas. groves everywhere around you it's so, pretty cool yeah you kind of and it looks you look off into the distance and it's a little hazy you know so it looks and like you you're looking the, really you far see the away. lined up of the trees yeah, lined up yeah it's nice it's nice and the area of Bach Tower is so green and lush and they have amazing gardens that are like meticulously kept it's a basically it's a really it's a botanical garden. It's a botanical. If you've been a botanical, a botanical garden, garden, but it also but has, very nice botanical. And it garden. has a singing tower. And that's what they call it, the singing tower. It has a a carillion at the top of the singing tower, which is a 
keyboard that plays the bells basically yep and it's gorgeous the, i mean they play they play a variety of songs everything from i've heard beatles songs come out of that thing yeah, like in bells played, like you know regular like pop culture songs they've played Happy mozart and and chopin the day that i went you guys didn't come with me because the kids were sick but i went out there and and they were playing happy birthday we were out there during <laughs> christmas once and we heard christmas songs being mm -hmm. played on this thing it's it's were, big slow bells if there you were can imagine two how that weddings sounds. going on while i was there too uh this yeah past... the picture you sent me it looked like the royal family was in town there was like a hundred it was, was yeah hundreds it was of chairs. really beautiful and they have a, a nice little visitor center there, a place that we've never been before. And I honestly, I don't even remember knowing that it was there was a, it was a plantation house that, that you can go and explore. And it was very Mediterranean kind of, well, not Mediterranean, like Spanish. Kind oh, of, really? Yeah. And, and it was a mansion. Now this place I've never been. Yeah. So this, and it's on the Bach Tower grounds. There's a We separate, just happened to miss it the last time we, we were We completely there? missed it. It's huh. totally like, like there's a section where it says Bach Tower this way. And there's a section where it says plantation this way. It, I don't know how we missed it in the past, but it's a extra $5 to go. Maybe that's why we it. missed it. Maybe. <laughs> but Five bucks. It was a nice, it was a nice house. I mean, it was definitely, it, they, you know, I mean, they kept it nice they have it furnished with all the you know kind of period it's from uh, a guy was it a planta like a citrus plantation house do you know it was a guy's vacation home he was a he was a snowbird okay his name was buck which is funny because bach and buck like but he bought it maybe it's a mistranslation maybe we should, we should be calling it buck tower <laughs> maybe maybe but it was it was nice it was a nice area i you know i wouldn't mind living there but but it was interesting. It was an interesting thing to see. But the real beauty, the real video, treasure. You took video of it, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, it's we'll on, on the YouTube channel. And uh, but the the real treasure here is Bach Tower and all the surrounding gardens. You just you just can't go there and not have a peaceful day. It's a very zen kind of place. It is. I can totally see going there and doing some yoga or meditating. And... I'm sure they probably have like a yoga group that meets there. I wouldn't doubt it at all. Oh, and they have like a little moat that surrounds the the tower. And there's tons and tons of koi in there, and you can feed the koi, stuff like that. And people were were feeding koi that day. So anyway, it's a great day. It's a great place if you need a tourist break. You need a place that's that's nice and quiet. You want to get away from the madness. All right, number four, Everglades Safari Park, Miami, Florida. All right. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, maybe you're not thinking it because you know what I'm talking gonna say. But but our listeners are probably thinking the Everglades, really? Yeah. That's that's a non-touristy spot. Yeah. Really? Really? It's a national, national park. National park. This isn't the national park. This is called this is Everglades Safari Park. It's in Miami and it's right along Alligator Alley. Yeah. It's not far away from well, it's a little south of Alligator Alley, actually, but it's not far from there. Right. And it's it it's is on a the little it's, it's a the, little tourist place. It's a little it is, outside Miami, a little so, west of Miami. So I guess I you know, I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but it's it's because it's not at the national park, you don't have the huge crowds at this place that you would some at at like the national park. And you can go here, it's a smaller place, it's a little bit more intimate, and they've got amazing airboat rides. We went on one of the airboat rides. And it's only 20, 30 minutes away from outside of Miami. downtown Miami. So if right. you're there, it's easy access from a big city. They have like wildlife shows there. It, it, they have boardwalks through like all the beautiful Everglades. It's a really great way to see the Everglades without having to go to the National Park. To go park, to the National Park. Fight those crowds. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention was that this place is an authorized vendor or concessionaire of the national park so if if you're kind of feeling like 
oh, I should go and support the national park. You are still supporting the national park by going to this place. Yeah, so you were within the borders of the park. Yeah, when you get on the boat, the guy says, you are inside Everglades National Park, which Everglades National Park is very large. It's the whole, it's a, a big chunk of the southern tip of the state is right. within the borders of the state, of the park. Right. So. You don't have to see the big brown sign to know you're in the park. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. All right, we're down to number three. Number three. I gotta stop doing that. So number three is one of my favorites, and you didn't get to go here either. This is Falling Waters State Park oh, okay. in Chipley, Florida. This is in the Panhandle, and my number three and number two are both in the Panhandle, and they're both really amazing state parks. So Falling Waters is the tallest waterfall in the state of Florida, which is not saying much because there's not a lot of waterfalls. But it's pretty tall. Now, I've only seen... I didn't get a chance to go here. Shannon went up there on a kind of like a, a, a just a, a side trip for something and so i've got questions about this too i've only seen this in pictures it's like a 75 foot waterfall in florida it is a which is weird waterfall. now now, now people are wondering how is there a 75 yeah. foot waterfall in florida and it's not when there's like, no cliffs no mountains right. very few hills and it's not like there's some random mountainous area of florida it's, that's not what it is there's a random holy part of florida and this is a sinkhole waterfall it's it, it's a i think it's over 100 feet deep sinkhole and the waterfall itself is about 75 feet i think and though it's a beautiful waterfall and what's amazing to me this this fact was amazing was they don't know where that water goes they just what yeah the water just disappears into the hole which i mean i'm assuming it goes, it goes to the florida aquifer but but that's crazy right i mean all that water is just coming coming and going going it's going and it's down going. into the hole and they don't know where it's going yeah. they can't they don't know a, the path of where it's going. And the, I mean, exactly. Because, I mean, the the hole is only as deep as they are, they've are. they been able to get to it. But, I mean, maybe there's cracks and crevices where it, it disappears to and gets down to the Florida aquifer. Huh. That's my guess. That's my guess. But it, it was it was beautiful. It was a really beautiful waterfall. They have, like, a little platform. So you're actually on the platform in the hole, basically. So you're looking up at the waterfall falling. So you're, like, halfway down you know you're not at the bottom of the sinkhole but sure, you're not at the top sure. and and there's tons of boardwalks and trails that you can walk on in that area the day that i went it was a little bit warm and boy take some buck spray there were mosquitoes uh, everywhere you said that you were like i, I was need getting to... eaten alive should have brought the off yeah so so definitely do that and then there's another area where you can walk down and there's a little sinkhole lake, actually, another sinkhole. They're, they've got several different sinkholes in that area. And uh, the sinkhole lake, and you know it's a sinkhole lake because sinkhole lakes are perfectly round. And this, this lake had a swimming area and a giant sign right by the swimming area caution alligators yeah that's awesome <laughs> come swim yeah. oh never mind the alligators <laughs> or caution alligators well and the sign said something like I, I took some video of it the sign said something like you know there there could be alligators in this freshwater and they have been known to eat people or something like that so swim at your own risk <laughs> yeah exactly all right it's so, like the sign from jaws yeah yeah it was crazy and when i went there it was very quiet not very but there was one woman out there sunbathing on the little makeshift lake beach now so. i know alligators are mostly they don't really bother people exactly but i don't swim in lakes around here no i don't either not much i did when i was a kid which is yeah. crazy to me but ocean's fine but i don't mind when the ocean I was a, at all when i was the... a kid though alligators were very endangered you know there just weren't as many i mean i there were alligators in the lake behind our house but but i just there just weren't as many now they're think. everywhere yeah yeah so they made a big comeback 
So anyway, so it was really beautiful. It was definitely... Falling Water, Falling Water State Park. Yeah. Okay. It was great. And then right next door is my number two, and it's called Florida Caverns State Park. And that is in Mariana, Florida. So Mariana... How far away are these? Mariana and Chipley are about 20 minutes away okay, from each other. Okay, so you can kick them both, hit them both absolutely, in a day, afternoon. Absolutely. They're, they're not far at all from each other. And in, I was really blown away by the Florida Caverns State Park because... I mean, we've gone to caverns before. We've been to Mammoth Cave. We've been to Mammoth Cave, sure. In, where is that? Ten, it's in Kentucky. Ten, Kentucky. And and it's cool, cool yeah. stuff. But most of the, I feel like most of the caverns and caves in Florida are underwater. They're all underwater. It's all yeah. diving. You can dive you through them. You dive through them, but they're underwater because you dig three feet down and you're at sea you're level. You're at sea level. So there's, to have a cave in Florida is almost unheard of. Yeah, so. That's not full of water. Right, exactly. So was, I mean, was this full of water at some point? Uh, not, was no, it, it not carved not, out through the I mean, years? it may have been, I don't know. I, I didn't get the whole history, but, but it was like Mammoth Cave. Like, I mean, it wasn't that big, but it, it was, it had it the was, same feel. It to had it. the same feel. It had stalactites and stalactites and st wait, stalactites, stalactites and stalagmites. And stalactites hang tight to the ceiling. Oh, stalagmites. Is this, is this our mnemonic device? This is how they reach. They might reach the, 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 the ceiling. Oh, they, they might start reach from the, the ceiling. They might, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Well, my favorite part of this place was toward the back. Like you walk through and they have lighting in there so that you can see and you don't trip over anything. They have one area that has kind of like a little, almost like a platform that people get married at. They oh, have wow. like wedding ceremonies in there. And then you keep walking toward the back and they have this, they call it the South American pool. And it's a maybe three or four inch pool. It's elevated. So it's like, it's it's in rock about mm -hmm. three or four feet off the ground and it's this perfectly still tranquil pool that's actually in the shape of south america which is why they call it that okay and it's just beautiful it's really beautiful i got some video of it and the the tour guide that was taking me through the cavern was actually shining her flashlight on it because it was kind of dark in that area so that you could see that it really was because it, it didn't look like it just looked like a flat surface okay. it didn't look like water yeah it was, yeah there's like, no atmosphere down there so there's nothing blowing it, on it it's just perfect it's like, still. like a mirror yeah just exactly still like a mirror. Neat, exactly cool. it was really cool so uh, how and, deep is it um i can't remember off the top of yeah. my head i'll put it in the comments okay. but uh it, it was really really beautiful and another another interesting fact that she said was that no matter what time of year it is if it's in the heat of summer here the caverns are about 10 degrees cooler. Oh, wow. And if it's in the, you know, height of winter in Florida, the caverns are about 10 degrees warmer. So wherever you go, it's more, you get more relief it's, when you go down to the cavern. It's got like that constant temperature thing yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. So that's number two. What's number one? I know number one. You know number one? I do know. It's sort of like, a, it's almost like what we we're just talking about a little it bit. It is, yeah. it is. And it's funny because we just said that there's not any non-water filled caves and, and this is it's our a, caverns. This it's, is, it's, it's, it's a water filled cavern, but it's not completely filled, which is what I think makes it one of the things that makes it amazing. It's Devil's Den, prehistoric spring in Williston, Florida. Williston is just a little bit outside of Gainesville. It's a little west of Gainesville, right? Yeah. Yeah. We drove out there. And Devil's Den is named because there is it's a it's a cavern it's a, a cavern that has a hole in the top a large hole i would say probably maybe 10 feet wide by 
Yeah, you can look right down into yeah. it and see this crystal blue water from above. Yeah. It reminded me of like a cenote in Mexico, like near Tulum and up and mm -hmm. down near Cancun. They have cenote, they call it cenote. It's basically like an underground right. swimming hole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a hole in it and then they have another area where you can take the stairs so you don't have to jump in the hole because you can't. They don't allow it. Um, they don't allow jumping from a hole? That'd be awesome. <laughs> it would be I awesome. didn't see anybody doing it, but I didn't think that you couldn't. No. Well, if you did, you'd land on people because there are people swimming down there. So you have to go around to where the stairs are. You go down into this cavern, basically. It's covered with um, it's all wet down there and it's, it looks like you're going down into a cave and it's a kind of a steep staircase and you're, you're walking down. It's, it's just, it's something. It's hard to describe. It's hard pictures to of describe it. it. And, and I really encourage you to go look at the video because it is just breathtaking. You walk down the staircase into this area where you're completely in a cave, but there's light shining from the, from the hole at the top and the crystal crystal clear blue water is amazing there were turtles swimming in there there was fish there were people yeah. swimming and it's a place it's a real popular place for scuba divers and snorkelers yeah snorkelers. it's not cave diving it's not the kind of diving no. you're going to go through it's more it's a really cool place for scuba diving especially to just kind of get a little experience maybe you yeah don't want to. I think a lot of classes go there look and like do, yeah, class, yeah scuba diving do their open water classes there yes. because it's good controlled environment and crystal clear water but it's natural you're not swimming in a pool either and the the great thing too is we went on a cooler day and the the water really i was surprised by how warm it was it was between 72 and 77 degrees which doesn't sound really warm but it was warmer it was, than the air it that was day it was a air. fairly chilly day the day we went there yeah that'd be great in the summertime come it, come july well, august it's, it's interesting because that's how devil's den got its name is during the winter time when the water is warmer than the air steam would come up off of it and come out of that hole and it looked like smoke so that's probably how it was smoke first discovered from, somebody yeah, smoke coming from a hole it's just a sort of a farmland area out there and i can imagine 100 years ago there was probably nothing there and somebody walked by and saw steam coming yeah, out of the ground exactly. and then hey look at this and it's not it's not too expensive like during the week you can go snorkeling for 15 dollars. Yep. i mean i know yep. i know scuba diving is going to be more and if you have to rent some of the gear it would be a little bit more but 15 dollars. if you just want to see it go yeah, check it out go it swim was, in it 15 bucks is not bad at all it was amazing and i just it was one of those places that i felt like it 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 felt spooky but cool spooky Right, sure, you know, like, sure. like, wow, that's kind of creepy, like but it's awesome scary, too. but you know it's safe. And yeah, you know it's uh, exactly, you get, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and and beautiful, so beautiful. It's it's definitely one of those situations where you're like, wow, man, the the world is an amazing place with some of the you know, and it's right here. It's creations. one of those things that most people don't have any idea about that there is this perfect underground crystal clear blue water inside a whole cave. Yeah, right outside of Gainesville, out in yeah. the middle of rural North Florida. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so that rounds out our top 10 list of amazing destinations that that Floridians don't want you to know about. We don't know, want you to know. We just told them about them, though. We don't I know, wanna, but that's because we like them. We're going to use the little flashy thingy for Men in Black now, and I'll forget everything we just said. We want them to experience it, but they can't tell anybody. Okay. It's a secret. But there's like 100 million people that come to Florida every year, So and nobody's really good. Not many of them are going to any of these places. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, if you get the chance, you really got to check out at least some of these. And Especially if you're a local. If you live here, yeah. you may not have heard of some of these Take places. Take advantage of the, the beauty that is Florida. Devil's Den, especially was like the one where I felt like this is there's nothing here there's behind a 
Yeah. What, what is this place? It's we, amazing. Little country this is road. Here. There's this huge underground spring. So yeah. that was really that was really neat. That's again, that's why it's number one on our list. But yeah, I love I like I really I love all these places. Check it out. So yeah, guys, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please please give us a five star review on iTunes and Google Play or wherever you download your podcasts. Please share us with your friends and families. It helps us grow. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. Uh, and tweet at us with whatever your favorite non-touristy destination is. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. That's where you can leave some comments. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody.